Hello, my X-rated ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for stopping by and prepare to indulge in the X-rated experience of the savage kind. My X-rated savage ladies and gentlemen, I would like to welcome you all to another very X-rated experience podcast. I am your host, the savage God himself, and I am more than overwhelmed and I feel awesomely blessed to have you all as my listeners today. All right. So today on this X-rated experience, we're going to go ahead and discuss uh, basically where where because i just read this we're going to discuss the gap the differences between i would like to say my era or my generation generation y and the millennial era but when i was doing some studying on this i found out and read that from 1980 to 1994 generation y or we also can be considered millennials. Now, <laughs> this is where I fucking disagree. Because for the simple fact that it's a big fucking difference <laughs> to me. Um, mind you, I was born in 1985, so I was a part of that Generation Y. Now, when I think of Generation Y, I think of the generation that we decided to start asking the reason why because for uh, decades before us generations before us um uh, mind you there was always uh just follow the traditions and you're supposed to do this and you're supposed to do it this way and for the longest time (laughs) everybody just did what the fuck they were supposed to do like they was told to do that's what it was supposed to be and then but something happened Something happened even before the 80s. Something happened during the 60s and the 70s where you had hippies and civil rights fighter, like, you know, civil rights leaders out there. And like, it was a lot of movements going on. Now, that generation, those kids in that generation, for some reason, because it's funny because they don't understand us now, but they didn't understand like, okay, that was a seed that was planted if you were one of the rebels of that time era you were planting seeds when you like i always like i see it i see it savagery doesn't always have to be what you became to be a savage is not uh, not always what you became to be savagery can be inherited because i see it in my kids so it can it can be passed through the bloodline so when those parents say, we don't know where you got that from, you must have forgot who you was when you were coming up. Because I can remember pictures of seeing my grandmother take posing by motorcycles and whatnot. So, and they always try to hide that part. Like, they always try to hide who they were from you as a kid. No, like, I need to know, like, do I got, like, some type of chemical imbalance I need to wear? Like, what were you doing around my age? And why do I do this? Luckily, my mother hid as much as she could but I knew who she was so I got a, a good hefty portion of who I was going to become to be so this is she's uh 
big part of why I am the savage I I am today. And that's because she was a no-nonsense, take-no-shit, single black mother. So, bet. <laughs> um, so, anyway. But that's what it, that's what it, it just threw me off because... Because the, the people that was born around my, my time, my era, my time frame, they do not act nor move like anybody, any millennial I have met today. And in my eyes, that millennial shit should be from 95 until like now <laughs> on some real shit. For real, it should be 2000 because that's when the millennium change so i don't understand this but whatever um but no it's a big fucking difference because you gotta mind you i have eaten from both tables of the world from the streets and from corporate so or from the workforce in general because they don't i've been in corporate what like a year so from the workforce in general um so it's like I I I moved and that's a due to my mother. She made me go to college. Uh, <laughs> pretty much. And but yet I I grew up. Like I said, I'm a product of public housing and public schools. So I have I I I can move with the best of them. You feel me? That's why I always tell people Slim, if work don't always don't fight the matrix. Work within the matrix then you bring it down from within so i so when i was when i was running the streets hard it was a lot it was different it's it's a, it's a big difference cuz me and my man we knew that you couldn't walk down our streets when we was coming up and you ain't had hands if you ain't had hands then you're going to get picked on by somebody fucked up by somebody joned on by somebody like somebody was going somebody was going to lean on you you feel me? And 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 back in then, it can be a female. It can be it doesn't matter who it was. If they just felt like popping off on you, they's gonna pop off. And then you was either gonna be that nigga that just got his ass whooped, and that's it. You took the L, or you was gonna yeah come back with your cousin or something to see him, and y'all was gonna jump him. And that's how it went. Guns wasn't even in like. You going to get a gun was never in our like never in our mass. You feel me? That was for like that literally was for the niggas that was out there all night doing their thing, hustling because they had to protect themselves. Or it was a business move. Or you know what I'm saying? Shit happens. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you, if you're from the streets, you know what I mean. So it's life. So, but what I'm saying from this generation, these little niggas, um, <laughs> little savages in the street. I don't like you saying niggas. These little savages in the street, they would they they just killing for a name. It makes no sense. They're just that's pretty much it. They're just doing it for a name. Like what the it make so you bring heat on yourself. You can't really make no money because the police are patrolling everywhere. You know how many times uh, me and my men could just be hanging out, ha ha he he in it. Nothing wrong, like nothing wrong at that time, but nothing wrong at all. Gun squad pull up on us. Now we got to lift up our shirts and do all this extra shit. Getting our dicks touched. For what? For what? We all knew not to have your shit on you. Uh, just have it nearby. <laughs> like, that's all it is. Don't have it on you. Have it nearby. Period. But it's just wild. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, the entitlement that I see from millennials. 
Like we didn't yeah, no, we did not grin and bear it. We even if the, the at the end of the day, we're generation yeah, we're generation Y, but we will put up a fight. We didn't ex- like we will put up a fight for anything we want. We didn't expect to get shit. We didn't feel like we were old shit. You feel me? Even as a black man, I know I'm old shit. We all know we're old, our 40 acres and a mule. Yes. But do we expect to get the shit? No. Guess what? Because they would have gave it to us by now. The Japanese got their reparations for internment camps. The Jews got their reparations for internment camps. Like everybody's getting broke off except us. And we fucking we are this world like we are the big key like you know how people say you're just a spoke in a will even without you the will is going to keep on yes you take this spoke this big ass spoke out this will shit will uh, shit will crumble and become bland real fast you feel me we are that like black people are that that thing that when you taste somebody say this is the best recipe in the world, but it wouldn't be nothing without this little ingredient. That's what we are. We are that ingredient that makes that whole dish taste as good as it does. Whether you accept it yet by now or not, you don't believe me? Slim. 95% of the, of the shit that goes on in this world can be traced back to either them seeing the black culture doing it and making something of it. Or it was an idea or invention by a person of color. And so, so we, and, but like I said, we've been shitted on since they fucking gave us that boat ride. So we, we, like, we learned to accept it. But the millennials, now I don't, I don't know what the, like, they, it's not like, <sighs> I've seen, I've seen a fucking millennial trip out, be, like literally just want to die because she had to ride with a donut on her car because her, her tire went flat. What the fuck? It's a, millennials getting mad at life. Like, and I, I've been through the growing pains. Like, I like, why do I got to pay bills? Woo, woo, woo. Right. But no. They wanted to end. They wanted to just stop. They wanted to, like, they don't expect when the new iPhone come out, they don't, like, I want to get that, ooh, ooh, I'm, I'm going to do my hardest to get it. No, they expect to get it. They will argue if they don't have an upgrade ready at AT&T or Sprint or Verizon or whatever the fuck you with. Like, millennials will argue for the sake of arguing. When we just argue because a we were standing for something like i've been involved when my high school and it was when uh they were i can't shit i did so much shit i forgot the reasoning we all walked out but i've been involved in massive walkouts in high school because we didn't feel like that they were being fit like something was going on in dc public school system we felt was bullshit so guess what we did we went down and we protested we didn't tweet about it. We didn't back then. It was Black Planet. We didn't go on Black Planet and say, "Man, this is some bullshit." No, we got our ass up during school and we left. They threatened everybody with suspension, twenty five no twenty five days plus expulsion. And they and then they said pretty much it's eat a dick. And the only reason I came back 
because I wanted to talk to this girl. It was always a girl involved. <laughs> I wanted to talk to this chick because her boyfriend was at. I seen her boyfriend down at the front. I said, oh, shit, she by herself. So I said, yeah, man, this is bullshit. And I left. And I was back at school. <laughs> I was back at school. As soon as my ass got into school, Miss, I remember Miss Cordell, he's, he drug me smacking off. It's already like, hey, Pierre, all right. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, I, <laughs> I remember that day perfectly. I, 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 was in, I was mostly in Mr. Cordell's office a, num- a numerous amount of times for something I did a lot. Um, anyway, but it, it, like, I am the embodiment of the Y generation because I, even when the rest of them who was rebelling with me, now they all like lawyers and shit. I stuck to my guns, stayed the savage that I am, and blessings still happened tenfold for me. So, you know what I'm saying? So, it's crazy, but we're going to go to a commercial break. When we come back, we'll go ahead and have a conclusion of this discussion. And Also, uh, yeah, man, uh, we got a little special surprise for everybody. Um, no, nah, I'm just lying. No special surprise. It's a special announcement, though. <laughs> It's a special announcement, though, when we come back right here on the X-Rated Experience Podcast. The Raging Rams Sports Podcast. Available on Anchor. If you haven't heard of Anchor before, it's a great place to make a podcast. If you're looking to express that creative side within you, it's free. It's easy to use. You can even create a logo and have your own personal website. You can even distribute your podcast over to Spotify iTunes, and virtually every other host you can think of. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor. My X-rated savage ladies and gentlemen, I am sure all of you already know that you can listen to all the X-rated experience podcasts on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Deezer, and so many more. So go ahead, catch up on all the latest episodes of the Savage Gods podcast, and hey, get some enlightenment. Indulge in the savagery. Love y'all. My X-rated ladies and gentlemen, we are back here on the X-rated experience podcast where we are speaking on the differences between Generation Y and the Millennials, even though they try to tell us that we are all bunched and bumped in the same category. No, the fuck we are not at all. But before we get into that, I would like to say how excited I am that Jay-Z finally he <laughs> released his fucking whole catalog to Spotify. Finally, I don't have to. I'm not going to say finally because I love, don't get me wrong, I love my title subscription because I want to support black owned businesses, but I don't pay for title uh, anymore. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and I have a premium account with Spotify, so you know how fucking ecstatic I am for this. Yes, finally. But so yeah, and and that uh, segues me into my announcement. So. My X-Rated Savage, ladies and gentlemen, we will be doing a special edition podcast for the X-Rated Experience, and it's going to be called The State of Hip Hop, um, as of now, pretty much, basically, Mumble Rappers versus Lyricists, so it's going to be fucking awesome, and it's going to be fucking great, 
And I cannot wait to fucking do it. We're going to have interviews and we're going to have actually uh, a lot of you going to speak to a lot of people uh, <clears throat> that DC artists. Um, they're going to give an interview and say, hey, well, how do they feel the state of, <clears throat> state of hip hop is and everything else. We're going to have some folks. Uh, and if you have, if you are a black owned business or if you if you have anything you want to promote and put out there because you have a business for yourself and you're just a go getter. Hey, let me know. We can set something up where I will promote you on the show. That way, like I said, come on, man. I'm in. I'm heard in over 11 countries. 1,222 listeners per episode. So why not go ahead and give back to people, you know what I'm saying, who gave back to me. So that is the announcement. the big hip hop uh, podcast edition, and if I'm going to, it's just going to be promoting whoever basically is a go getter out there. I want to like, I want to give back. I want to see people win. Just as I stop turning that shit on, <laughs> just as much as I would. Uh, so yeah, but now back to the matter at hand. Uh, this is my final thoughts on this. Now. You guys can try to group us in the same bunch all you want, but we know the differences between ourselves, okay? We know the reason why we why do we have to do this and if it makes logical sense or not. See, a millennial will argue with you no matter the logic, which I find is so fucking dumbfounding. It, it, it makes my fucking balls hurt. I want to just, like, why? I'm not, and it's not all millennials because you do have some old souls out there that actually show the potential and I love meeting them because they're awesome they have great conversations but millennials like my era when we have a task at hand we try to figure out the most simplest quickest swiftest and not only that most accurate way it can be done if it leads to the same result and that result is what not perfection because nothing in this world is perfected for real but if what everyone is looking for is if we're looking for the result that like that's what everyone's getting then guess what we're going to do we're going to go ahead and utilize that quick and easy way instead of complaining about the shit and then taking the most longest route and difficult route to you know what I'm saying complete that obstacle like I I see that like I literally <coughs> I literally will hear millennials complain about let's say oh man uh yeah I gotta go down the street I gotta go down the street real quick but I'm gonna go on side street A and side street B then I gotta go up side street C because you know that's what you know that's what every I see everybody else thinking that's cool to do I'm gonna tweet about this no no, okay, so you said you gotta go down the street, right? Okay, I, I don't see nothing wrong. There's no roadblocks, no cop. No, just walk your ass down the fucking street. It's not that fucking hard. But yeah, I gotta walk, though. Like, yeah, I don't have a ride. Like, I should pose to have a ride. Who the fuck said you need a ride? Get your ass down. Man, oh man, oh man. I don't even get this loud on my show. But that's the thing I see. And I'm praying and hoping that I don't see it in my own eye. Yeah especially my sons like i will punch them in the chest hard as i can but they got to be of age like if they 15 16 i'm not going to just hit my like kid no i'm not <laughs> but if he's 15 16 and he says something so stupid that it makes me want to punch him in the chest i'm going to punch him in the fucking he's my son and if you don't shut the fuck up you're going to get it too that's pretty much my, and that's our era that's what we heard coming up nowadays if you hear something like that 
told to a millennial next you know boom they whoever said it they their ass is in jail if they were famous then their fame is got like it's just too fucking much you lose too much and who who cares all i want to say is hey everybody not just millennials and the generation why everybody just keep stupid simple don't worry about what the next person got and don't fucking base your value off how many likes you get how many fucking retweets you get how much money you got in the bank none of that the person who is mentally healthy and rich then that's the most wealthiest person you have in your crew straight like that because money does not buy happiness money can bring you loneliness but Hey, <laughs> sometimes that loneliness can make you find out that you are the person you, you it really makes you know your worth. And once you figure out your worth, don't just say hey, this is what I'm worth because I'm supposed to no, no, earn it. I used to call myself a king a long, long time ago in my early 20s. And everybody laughed and joked and ha ha he he my ass. As soon as I started getting on my shit. <laughs> it was what's up, king? Nah, um, it's savage God. When you stop being self-proclaimed, that's when everybody sees who you really are. So, on that note, as always, my savage ladies and gentlemen, beware, be fair, always stay pleasantly, pleasantly savage. Love y'all.